the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Jesus, for being with us. I give you praise and the glory. Let's take it to the Lord. Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and glory for this day. Bless each and every one of these listeners to have open mind, learn and grow, and be the best they can be. Help us to overcome the things in our life that uh, that captive that take captive of us, that our thoughts are captive, and that we just release them all and do the right things, make the right decisions. I give you the praise and glory. Thank you, Father, for this show. Thank you for the KSLR. Thank you for everybody involved. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, San Antonio, for tuning in. I hope you're having a great, great weekend. Um, the kind of the thought today is take your thoughts captive. Captive. What are you doing? They've got you in control. Are you controlling your thoughts? Are they controlling you? Also, we're going to talk about Overcomer, that movie. I'm... I can't hardly wait to see it. I saw an hour presentation on it the other night. But I had asthma growing up, and I had asthma in sports. And the Lord blessed me with the talent, and I was always first string. I was always available. But I, I struggled with, with asthma. And several times every year, I would get se- severe cases of asthma and sometimes be bedridden for three to seven days. And uh, when I was 21 years old, I hurt my back, but I had two severe cases of asthma, and uh, I was in bed both times over seven days. Couldn't do nothing, couldn't breathe. It was, but um, the Lord hurt my back, and He sent me to a chiropractor, and I started going to chiropractor, and the Lord healed me, and the chiropractor healed me. I really believe it. Uh, since I'm seventy, I've never had another attack of asthma since I was twenty-one years old. But overcoming this movie's about overcoming. What are we overcoming? What are you overcoming? The the things that God's given us and the building talent, but do we use them correctly? Do we use our thoughts correctly? Do we use our decisions correctly? Are you picking the right things to do? Good morning, everybody. Ford Wagner's on and Byron and, and Irma and uh just Mike. I tell you, we've got to we've got to do the right things. We've got to make the right decisions. I mean, we're on on Earth short time. I mean, it just seemed like yesterday I was twenty one, and now I'm seventy. My, but mentally, I'm twenty one. My body's not, but mentally, I'm twenty one. That spirit's going to live forever. I've I've learned that with eighteen near death experience people uh, that I know. Two went to hell. Sixteen went to heaven. And it's been a blessing to realize that when that we say we're going to live forever, what's going to live forever? Our bodies are not, but our spirit is going to live forever. Now, do you want where do you want to live? But you take these thoughts; these thoughts are in our mind, but they lead to actions, and they lead to actions in what you're buying. So, what's taken captive of your thoughts? Uh, is it pride, greed, selfishness? Is it keeping up with the Joneses? What triggers your decisions? Um, I found an article in a magazine this morning. I happen to be thumbing through. And um, it's all on. It says here, and it says, say the magic words. Say the magic words. It's in this car dealer magazine. And, you know, they have magic words to trigger your purchasing. Magic words to get in your mind, get in your thoughts. Getting, you know, it's mind games. It's, it's what it is. I wrote a note, mind games, because their mind immediately starts a process of sifting through information like going through a box of index cards. So they know how to touch 
you in your mind, how to get your thoughts working in your mind. You don't think we're not professionals? I'm telling you, we're after ever available dollar we can get. In and it, then they've got a list of seven things, increased levels of engagement, greater trust and openness in less time. Oh, yeah. They're, they don't want to waste much time. They want all the money. Forces the customer to think, creates conversation, uh, moves customer to ownership on their own conclusions. That was the key to me right there. Moves a customer to ownership on their own conclusions. They they talk to you and they make you understand that you own that unit. And but you know who's in control? Are you in control or as an F and I person? This is all F and I department. That's finance, insurance. That's where you sign up. You you know you go from paying. 500 a month, and before you know it, now you're at 600 a month or 580. It's only $20 more each time. Hello, Mark. Each time it's just $20 more, and it creates and helps environment to uh, oppose to a selling in- environment, a helping environment, not a selling environment. I want to help you. Hello, Ori. And so they want to sell you, but they want to help you. They don't want you to think, oh, I'm taking advantage of you. And so this magazine, it's continued educating us. This comes out every month, every month. And it's just got so much information in there to train the salespeople to be the best they can be. And they, they all got just dealers in the on-demand economy. And it's just it's articles after articles taking you captive of your thoughts. What is controlling your thoughts? Do you, you know, sometimes our thoughts buy stuff that Back Pocket National can't afford. And so, you know, hello, Kelly. And so, you know, it doesn't help you to buy something you can't afford. You know, we don't think about long term. We think about the moment. And that's what the salespeople know. They want to see you at the moment. They They don't want you to leave, that's for sure. And so they sell the moment that you're there. But we don't think about... You know, five-year payment, six-year payment, seven-year payment, eight-year payment. We don't think about that long term. Can you think back what what was going on six years ago in your life? What was your your money like six years ago? What was your finances like? What were you making? What was your expenses? There's There's been a big change. But have you lived in a debt, of a prison of debt? making payments every month and wishing you had more money to spend. And so, uh, hello, Jim. And so, you know, you, you've got to understand this is valuable. It comes out of Back Pocket National. You don't have anything left at the end of the month. So, hey, give us a call here. I forgot to turn in our open lines here. Love. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210 9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Hello, Greg. And so we want to talk to you. You know, so many times I talk to people and they said they asked the right question. I got most of the answer, but I've got a little bit more. I'm going to give you my phone number out a couple of times, get pen and paper. You can give me a call. I have, I'm getting a lot of calls helping a lot of people, but I, I've realized how many people are buried. I mean, 10 and 15,000 too much on their vehicle. And, and, you know, and they put so many miles on. And uh, I was talking to a gentleman the other day. We're looking for a certain unit for him because he don't want to put too many miles on his high-dollar, brand-new type truck. He said, I need something just to run around and work out of, but I, I want to enjoy my truck. I want it to last longer. I want to have it worth something in three to five years. But if I continue to drive the way I drive and put the miles on, it's not going to be worth much money. And he is concerned about that, and that is a good thing to think about. And so we want you to understand that. Hello, Ronnie. And so, you know, if you take your thoughts captive, you know, making the right decisions, but what enters our mind, what do we see, we touch, we feel, we smell, that directs us the wrong way? You know, walk, like Proverbs 13, 20 says, walk with the wise and become wise. You know, our friends and our associates affect us, sometimes profoundly. You know, we spend times, we spend time with our friends, and 
then we become like them. Or do we do we purchase like them? Or do we think like them? Because of you and your friends, we'll surely grow to resemble each other. Do you want to keep up with the Joneses? Do you know, hello, Alan, do you know what they make and what's going on in their life? Do you really understand that they're barely getting by every month? Hey, millenniums don't want to be like their parents. You know, they're having a problem seeing their parents with no money at the end of the month, the stress, great big house, bunch of new cars. Man, I'll tell you what, um, I was standing out to the lake. I live out at Canyon Lake, and about five or six high-dollar wave runners come by. Man, i tell you what, that's that's another thing. Hello, Joyce. So that's another thing we like to please ourselves with. When friends need advice, they go to friends. You go into the friends that make the right decisions, or you go into the friends that make the bad decisions. You know, there's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. I keep telling you, and can't afford's are miserable, but if you can afford it, pay it, buy it, pay cash. I'd, I'd often talk about my buddy and his $130,000 Mercedes. Hey, he can afford it. Yeah. My daughter-in-law, she bought a new Audi. She can afford it. I helped her get it, talked to her about it. You know, but that's what she wanted, and she could afford it. Dealers need to make money. Dealers need to sell new units, and they need to sell a lot of them the way the overhead's going on on these dealerships. They've got to sell a lot of them. But do you walk with the wise and become wise, or do you, you go to your friends that are not wise? You know, our friends are not experts. You know, the key to this deal is very, very few people are experts in the car business. You got to live it, breathe it, and eat it. I mean, we're in it every day, every day, six days a week, seven days. I take off on Sunday. And so six days a week, we're in it. We see it. We Hey, right now, we're in a market change. 200,000-mile cars, man, and trucks, they're hard to sell. Up to 150 to 200, real tough to sell. The magic number's 120. You got a nice, clean, low-mileage truck or car under 120, Hey, find out what it's worth. Give me a call. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And my phone number is 830-708-4789. Find out what it's worth. Get a second opinion. Don't give it away. I talked to a lady the other day. Wow. She traded it in. She she didn't call me, and, and she knew that, you know, she thought she knew what her car was worth. Here we go again. We got experts in the in internet business and the websites and all let's say they're experts in the business we know what your car worth we know what a good deal i had car gurus call me oh man you know and i used to be with them oh man we know what these cars are worth well how do you know what kind of condition do you know you know you don't know what how the car's been taken care of you don't know how much paint work's been putting on it or if it's been an accident if carfax carfax is they, you know, now they're experts on what the cars are worth. But these are computer people that don't know what cars are worth. But they think they're experts, and and they advertise on TV and radio that they are experts. And what does the public do? All oh, public goes and believes them. They don't know what it's worth. You know, you can put a car on on the internet, and all these websites, True Car and, and uh, CarMax and and Carfax, and just all of them. They say, you know, you can reduce a car $200, $400, and it goes from a bad deal to a great deal. Now, how in the world can that happen? How can two to $400 change a deal from a good deal? To bad? Number one, it t- you start with a good car to make a good deal. You buy a bad car or bad reputation car or a car that has problems, Right now, Ford's not going to build cars anymore. Why? Because they're having so many problems with their cars. That's not because they're not selling, because they're having too many problems. They've got too many deals lined up. The quality of the car is not as good as it should be. They're keeping Mustang. Why? Because the Mustang's a good car, and they're not having any problems with it. They keep the good cars. They get rid of the bad ones. So you got to understand, first off, a good deal starts with a good car. Make good decisions. Do your homework. You know, we, we work, we spend 40 hours a week at work, and we improve, and we make money, and we're productive. But, you know, 
what about that money? You know, you work 40 hours, you get paid that, and then you make that payment to the bank, and the and the car loses value. I mean, you keep making every month this payment to the bank that you spend that time. That time's gone. That 40 hours is gone. You got paid for it. You got Uncle Sam got his part of it. And that hours are gone. Do you want to make a better decision on the time that you spend at work? And if you hate your job, it's even worse. If you love your job, that's better. But if you hate your job, you're spending 40 hours a week at something you hate, and then you give it to a a bank or lending institution that makes that payment on that car, and then it loses money. The thoughts, what thoughts are captive in your mind? Are you wasting your time? Are you wasting your money? You've lost that time? We work hard at what we do. If you love it, it goes easier. If you hate it, man, you know, I'm, I'm doing a job for somebody else, and, and now I'm, I'm giving my money away, and I'm praying at the end of when I get through making payments, how many people finish paying cars? I mean, we're getting eight, seven, eight years, at least six-year notes, and then we keep a car three, four, five years. So we never pay them off. We're praying that there were something at the end of it. And then here we go again. Now it's time to, I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Are you learning? Are you growing? Are you understanding? we got to open our minds on what we buy. It's just transportation. And I, I talk to a lot of single ladies, and I try to get them in the best unit you know, but there's always fear. Now, service departments are expert about putting fear in people's hearts and their minds and their thoughts. And, and hello, John and Baron. And uh, so, you know, they, the experts are always oh, going to break down. You're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to do this, like that. There's been a lot of people that trades in uh, just in case I missed my phone number, 830-708-4789. Thank you, Baron. And so uh, there's a lot of, of fear in service departments. And a lot of people going in with 50,000, 60,000-mile cars, that lifespan's another 200,000 miles. And they put fear, you know, you're about to spend a lot of money on this car. No, you're not. Oh, you know, this can happen and this can happen. A lot of things can happen. But it depends on the driver. It depends on how they take care of it. it depends on the quality of the car, you know. I mean, some cars, Mercedes, BMWs, and some of this other stuff, the quality's not as good as they They're trying to get into the selling more cars to get in more in price line with everything else, so they'll sell more. Everybody wants to be number one. All the manufacturers selling, you're building too many cars, but I'm not. It's all about me. The number one thing in car business is pride, and selfishness comes real close second. And so they want to be the number one. They want to outsell everybody. So quality sometimes is not there. And then we have the engineers. I love these engineers. They don't work on cars. They design them. So they put some parts that wear out way under the dash so it's a real problem to change. Instead of thinking of a way outside the box where it would be easier to change it, we build these parts. We don't know how long they're going to last. Yes, they do. They don't want them to last forever. They want them service departments to get in there and clock up 10, 12, 15 hours to change one little bitty part when they could put a trap door or something somewhere where they could get to it. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things that you could get. I mean, you know, nobody wants to think outside the box anymore. And the big question going around New Brunswick is the dams. Oh, man, the water's going to be down. You know, maybe we need to charge everybody that has property. Would you, if you lived on the on the water, would you pay five hundred or a thousand to get the dams fixed instead of them, you know, mousing the deal around? And then we could shut the water off December first, and Odd Canyon Dam and needs to fill it back up anyway. We we could stand a little water in there, and then they dig it out, pour moles in it, get gigantic walls built, poured cement somewhere else, drop them in. We could get this deal done in, in 30 to 45 days and then put uh, cement 45s out into the water to build extra support, bolt them all together. But, no, we don't want to do it the easy way. We don't want to dig it out, build the forms. You could build them 10 foot tall and drop 
gigantic uh, cement walls in there and bolt them together and, like I say, put braces in the back and charge the landowners, hey, if I was living on a lake, I'd pay money to get the dude fixed instead of looking at that mud pit and out my backyard. I lived on Lake Dunlap. I know I would have been in the first one to be trying to get this deal put together. But, oh, no, let's put politics in it. Let's put a, our authority in it. You know, we are smarter than everybody else. We can't do it. We don't want to do it. We don't spend no money. We want to show how we've wasted the money. Well, it's, are we everybody wasting money and it's okay? Have we lost the thought of being better stewards of what we make and what we do in our time? I mean, our time's gone. I mean, that last my last 70 years is gone. I'm not going to get it back. Are you going to get your time back? So... We want you to think about what you're doing, what right now. Who are you helping? What do you got money to help? Who are you giving? I mean, there's kids in this world, no shoes. There's there's people in this world with bad water. I mean, and then we think about ourselves and nobody else. You know, there's an opportunity here, hello, Trey, to think about the future. What have I got available for the future? What have I got for retirement? You know, all these guys that are on the financial advisors will tell you if you'll put up three hundred and fifty a month and you know in thirty years you can retire. But people don't think about that no more. How much have you lost on the vehicle that you're driving? Yes, we need vehicles. Yes, we want freedom. But I'm gonna tell you something. Uh what are we gonna do with autonomous cars? I think they're closer than we think. I think autonomous and autonomous cars, for a lot of people that don't know this, that's cars that drive themselves. So if we got one that drives ourselves, you know, are we going to own them? I doubt that. Or, or is the manufacturers going to own them? Possibility. Is the billionaires Warren Buffett and Penske going to own them? Probably. Or is the manufacturers going to own them? Or the government? Who's going to own them? The autonomous cars. We got to think about the future. Here we get notes. There'll be a time when everybody will have an eight-year note, and here comes autonomous cars. Hey, the government wants to control us, wants to be able to know where we're at, where we're going, and charge us for it. And so that's in the near future. And then now we're going to sign these big, long notes, and then all of a sudden, autonomous cars here, they'll have to change the law and make us go to all of them. Who knows? I don't know. I'm guessing, but I wonder who's going to own them. we got to think outside the box. we got to be prepared. we got to know what we can afford and can't afford and the best kind of car is a paid-for car. If you can afford it, buy what you can afford. Hey, get a team. Get somebody to help you. Help somebody where they'll help you. A gentleman that does work for on my some of my rental property, he went over and helped a guy the other day and, and helped him with his vehicle and got it started and checked out and gave him advice, this, that, and the other. And so when he needed help, here come the neighbor the other way. Guy that, you know, because he stepped out, he helped somebody. Why don't you get you a team of people? Hey, if you have a problem, call me. If I have a problem, call you. Get support with the other people around. Don't just be a loner. Don't, you know, work with each other. Ask each other, what do you got? Do you got jumper cables? Do you, you know, do you carry extra oil or water? I mean, we got to be prepared for a breakdown. We got to be prepared for what's going on. And the telephone will get you get you help right away. You know, so people, so many people are feared of breaking down. <clears throat> and yes, it's an inconvenience. And if you've never had a flat tire, uh, you know, you understand. You won't understand what I'm talking about because I've had plenty of flat tires. I can tell you a story about bringing a car back from Lufkin, Texas, and you're not going to believe, but had five flat tires. Yeah, I had five. They they were old old tires, and they kept coming apart. And I was hauling a unit on a two car hauler, and I finally got down there where we didn't have more, more no more tires to put on it. So I had to put it up on top, and it was a big heavy boat, big one of them, one of them looks like a battleship. But I got it up on top and got the other car in the back, and I brought it in. So inconvenience. How big is problems in your life? Thought captive, will it take, you know, if you have a flat tire, will that mess your whole week up, whole month up, or just a few minutes? We're going to we're going to a, a big antique car auction one day, and we're flying in. We're going to uh, Scottsdale, 
And so we leave to go catch the flight. Halfway there, we have a flat tire. And I'm riding with the other guy. And so what do we do? We jumped out. We looked like the Indianapolis 500. We got that tire changed, and we made that flight. Are you positive about breaking down? Are you negative? Are you going to get it fixed? Are you worried about it? Is is the fear that somebody's putting your mind taken captive of you? We got I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So it's Randy Adams. My mobile number is 830-708-4789. And give us a call here at the station, 210-340-9585. Facebook, I'll be back in three, four minutes. Hey, stay tuned. Text somebody, call somebody to turn on the show. We love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Good morning, San Antonio. Again, this is Randy Adams. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. And, hey, follow the easy process. Describe your car. Get a second opinion. I want to buy your car. That way you know what it's worth. Now, it's metal's down and, and it's cheap. So junks, if it's yard art, you might, you know, it's not bringing a whole lot of money. I don't see when, I don't know when the metal prices are going to go back, back up. But still, now the old cars... Hello, Bubba and David. I'm trying to buy. Uh, I got caught on a 32 Ford Coupe, a 40 Ford Coupe. Uh, trying to. I just bought a 99 GMC 4x4, real cool truck. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, Beverly. It don't matter what it is. I'll tell you what it's worth because we buy. Right now, we're dealing with 2,000 trucks all over the United States. A large company, and we're trying to find. We've got a, possibly another large company that's coming aboard, and so. It's, you know, we got 18 wheelers coming in. We got half ton trucks, three quarter tons, diesels. Uh, we got a lot of stuff available. So we buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, in my car dealer magazine, great things in car business are accomplished by a well trained team. Who's your coach? Who's your daddy? Yeah. Who's telling you? Who's taking control of your mind? That's what it says right here. And this is a big advertisement. For a company that trains dealers, over 15 years we've been helping increase profits and performance in the F&I for customer satisfaction in dealerships nationwide. Yeah, profits, says profits right there, prosper profits right there. That's what they're after, more money out of your pocket. So these magazines are for real. I mean, they're out to make money. They're out to train they're out to do everything that's possible on making more money. And you're right in the middle of it. You know what? you got a target on you. You don't think you have a target on you? Get out of a dealership and start in the front door and then turn around and head back. You're liable to be tackled. It looks like the Dallas Cowboys defense going after you. Yeah, hey, get in the middle of a deal and decide, I don't like this deal. I'm not comfortable. I don't understand it. I've got doubt about it. If you got any of that, get up and walk out. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you don't understand it 100%, there's something wrong. If, you know, it's in your mind. If you don't understand it, get up and walk out. There's other dealers that will explain it. There's other chances to buy them cars. There's other chances to make sure that you're making that right decision. And you've got to study it. It's your hard-earned money. You pay Uncle Sam. you got that partner. He's not going nowhere. And so you're paying Uncle Sam on your part, and you've got stuff available. Now, what are you, are you using it wise or not? Hello, Mario. Are you using it wise or not? Are you using it to best your advantage, your lifestyle? Do you have anything end of the month? Are, are you know? And I've I've talked to so many people lately. Hello again. And so we have 
so many people out there that has there's a million different questions. That's why we open the lines here two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. No dumb questions. Call in, but I have a guy call me. He said I got an eighteen Pathfinder, and he got hit, and it wasn't my fault. And here's here's the bad part about it is he said the claims adjuster told me there's fifty one hundred uh fifty one hundred dollars damage. But I got to looking at the estimate, and he didn't put a – it's got radiator damage. He didn't put a new uh, radiator on it. He said, I, I went through there, and there's about 10 or 12 things that he didn't put on there. So now they're figuring 5,100. Is this guy going to get in a battle, in a trap, trying to get his vehicle fixed, and it wasn't his fault? And then there's diminished value. You're driving an 18 low mileage Pathfinder. Somebody else hit you. Not your fault. It's, that's the key, not his fault. And so now his car is not worth as much. So I gave him a process what to get started with because that's going to be a battle. These insurance companies, I'm going to explain to you one more time, and and it irritates me. I mean, it really irritates me. Good old boys and the senators and the House of Representatives of Texas, they're not on our side. They're outlaws. They care nothing about us. Why? Well, number one, uh, they got title loans. Title loans are illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas, because good old boys want you to get robbed. 330% interest. We may talk about that a little bit later. But title loans are the worst thing in the world. Of course, insurance companies are right behind it. How? What I'm talking about is senators and House representatives let our insurance company divide up their company and let somebody else handle their problems. Now, wouldn't you like to hire somebody to handle all your problems and all your issues and beat the customer, your customer, up, and you act like a good guy? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not my department. I've turned that over to somebody else. It don't matter to me. He's beating you up, but I'm the good guy. So send, I tell you, I love you, and I want you to send me the money and do nothing. I mean, I've had arguments with insurance agents. Hey, they, they say, well, I explained the the policy. You know you don't. We don't we can't read that jarble. That's the lawyer jarble and you can't understand it. You don't understand it, but you know enough not to have to pay. So these insurance companies have hired claims adjuster just like this guy who's beat trying to beat this customer up with this eighteen Pathfinder. Don't they don't figure enough, then there's gonna be a battle. Oh well, you know, I'm gonna take care of you and go ahead and get you a new radiator. Well, dummy, you should have done that when you looked at the car the first time. Well, I'm going to take care of you and do this, you know. Well, you got to fix my car, and you got to fix it right out of an 18-like-new Pathfinder, and now you're telling me it's 5100 and it's about 12000 to fix this car right? I want it right. It's my vehicle. You know, I, even if it was not his, it was his fault, he pays insurance. We pay a lot of money insurance. Well, I had two ladies that that uh, I know one day I was having lunch with, and uh, both of them were in a B&I group that's a business group, and they they said, what's our cars worth? And I told them, and uh, I said, the funny part about it is that when you bought them new, both of them bought them new, they were worth a lot of money, and you paid a lot of insurance, right? And they said, yeah. Well, the value went down, but the insurance rates went up. Value keeps going down, and insurance rates keeps going up every year. Does that sound right? You know, when you buy an antique car or you buy, you know, some other states, they tell you what your car's worth for the year. I'm buying insurance on this $20,000 car for the year. But, oh, no, we're making monthly payments or we pay for a year, and then beginning of the year it's worth 20000 Well, at the end of the year it's worth 15000 But we pay the same amount for the whole year? That don't make sense. Hey, I got a buddy of mine that owns 10 cars. He can only drive one at a time. One at a time. He's not married. So he's got 10 cars he's paying insurance on, and he drives one at a time. Should he buy insurance for himself on whatever he drives? Oh, no, they won't do that. Well, they want to insure for all 10 of them and then pay all the insurance money. And, he, you know, whenever he drives it, it, it goes that away. So, I mean, you know, you just got to figure out the way to make more money, and these insurance companies have. We hired claims adjusters to beat our customers up so we don't have to pay nothing. 
and then we argue with them about uh, diminished value. This man, we're going to get him set up. We're going to try to get all the diminished value we can. Because, you know, you take an 18 Pathfinder to a Nissan store, a Toyota store, a Ford store, any kind of store, CarMax, Randy Adams, we can't give full pop on it, full value, because it's been in an accident. So diminished value, it's lost value. Of course, these, you know, I've had so many insurance companies or agents tell their customer, oh, you don't have diminished value coming, when they did, because they don't want to get involved. They don't have to work. They don't have to do anything extra. That's why they're lazy. Yeah. Hey, I just, hey, I love you. Just send me the money every month or buy a policy from me. Be sure to come back next year because, you know, I'm going to take care of you. Oh, baloney. Thank you, Senators and the House of Representatives. Why don't we straighten up this? Hey, lots of other states, when you have an accident, your insurance agent settles it with you, makes sure you're happy, makes sure everything's right. Then they go after the other insurance uh, company. Oh, no, not in Texas. Not a good old boys in Texas, just like title loans. Hey, you borrow 5000 you pay back 26000 But they advertise, I got my title back. Yeah, one out of 100 gets their title back. Hey, I got, I got my title back. Baloney, you paid way too much money. After five months, see, I'm sorry, six months, you paid back more than what you borrowed. Hey, tend to your business. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. If you got to have cash... And then go go tend to business and find something cheap to drive. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose your valuable car. Quick quick deal. This happened last year. I happened to see a van I needed, and it was in one of those title on lines. And I mean, every every week there's a hundred of them runs all these auctions. I mean, they repo so many of them they can't keep track of them. But anyway, here comes this van. I looked this van. I needed this van, and so the auctioneer. He started out, he told me, he's, he's, we start out with what the, the uh, title loan wants out of the car. So he started out at 7000 I gave 11000 for the van and sold it for 13000 Now, what did that title loan person miss? What did that title loan company make? Now, if they'd made some payments on this vehicle and it, they loaned them 7000 on it, and so if they made any payments, they swallowed that, then they got 11000 So, you know, in a short-term money, they made four or 5000 in no time at all. No time at all. How'd you like to f- make four or 5000 in a few months on a small investment? And then I sold it. It made money to a dealer who sold it again and made money. So there's no telling how far that car went. These title loan places, I'm telling you, 330% interest. Hey, Superman couldn't jump over that mount. No, he couldn't fly over that huge amount of, of money that it takes in, in this that type of business that they make, and you're going to lose your vehicle. But good old boys in Texas, our senators and the House representatives, let these title loan people rob our people. Rob our people. Oh, I got my title back. Oh, and I love the other commercial. We have competitive rates. Let me tell you about competitive rates. I used to have a license. I didn't never use it. My conscience got me. Randy, how can you charge 330% interest? Don't you have any conscience? Well, let me tell you something. You get you get the license, you get software, and you've got to charge 330% interest. Competitive rates. We got competitive rates. Yeah. Well, it's on the system, and it's a pure highway robbery. So you know, I guess I better stop chewing on our, on our on our elected officials that we elect and we love, and they're going to take care of us, and they lie like dogs. Anyway, we're back to our friends are not experts, and we go to them for advice. You know, are they? They don't know. You know, they're not afraid to tell us the truth. They just don't know the difference and they haven't seen the changes. Who are wise and godly people? Uh, can warn you of the pitfall ahead, but not the path of the debtor's prison. The old saying, a rotten apple spoils a barrel, it's often applied to friendships with reason. And our friends are so much like us in debt, they may not have the answers, education, or experience. Who do you have? You go to friends about buying a vehicle. What kind of experience have they got? How long have they been in the business? What are they doing? 
what they understand. I'm going to tell you something. This business changes so fast. There's so many new gimmicks, no, so many ways they, they get outside the law. They have violations. But there's like 20 investigators for the state of Texas and 28,000 dealers. I mean, how can they investigate dealers? Um, selling a car, I, I get so many people. I, I bought a, a Camaro the other day that didn't have catalytic converters. Well, I put catalytic converters on it. And it got, and the people that were looking at buying it said, we're going to take them off. I said, "It's let me show you the sign. It's $25,000 fine, federal offense, for selling a car without emissions hooked up on it. Well, we don't care. I said, I care. I don't want to be fined. I want to do it right. But there's probably 90% of the dealers out there selling cars illegal that the emissions are not on it. And they tell them it's all right. Don't worry about it. And I put it on the bill of sale. It don't matter if they put it on the bill of sale. It's illegal. So, you know, you're, you know, are you paying full pop for one that don't have the emissions? Here we go again. Why should you pay full retail price for one that doesn't have the emissions? You know, I sold a truck one day. And this is true. The guy says, hey, I'm, I, I said, that truck's not for sale. I put the emissions. He said, I'm going to take them right off. I want that truck. I said, well, I'm putting emissions. I'm putting the catalytic converters on it. We put the catalytic converters on it. He signed the papers, paid us for it, took it down the street, took catalytic converters off, came back and gave me my catalytic converters back. I got to use them again. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, I mean, we've got to do things right or it's not right. Is it, does it matter? Have we have we lost integrity in everything that we do? Have we lost integrity due to television or video games or whatever? I mean, what what has changed our mind about doing things right? Do you want to be the best person you can be? Do you want to be do the best you can? Are you giving a hundred and ten percent? I went to a businessman's conference years ago at TD Jakes's church, and man, it was a full house. And they had eleven super rich people. Why? Because everybody's message was, I worked hard, I put 110% in. Are you putting 110% in your purchase of your vehicles? Are you doing it half-heartedly? Are you giving 50 or 60%? You know, you're going against trained professionals. We're getting into football season. And I'm going to tell you something. The car business studies football teams. The football teams study the car business because they want to be the best they can. And they want to have the advantage over the other side, the other team. And they want to be able to be prepared, have a game plan, and do the things they need to do to win. We keep score in this game of buying and selling it with your money. Yeah, we love you and your money, of course. We love the money better than we love you. You know, we we love what we do as long as we got the money. You know, and and, and if you don't buy from us, we're going to make fun of you. We're going to cuss you. We're going to be upset, but when you come back in, we're going to try to say you again. We're going to act like we love you again. Do you do you love somebody and take advantage of them, intimidate them, do things that they? You know, I I think that I've learned some stuff. I'm studying myself. I'm studying my actions. I'm always studying. I'm always trying to be better. I'm always trying to understand. And sometimes I think I intimidate people, and I don't mean to be. I don't mean to intimidate people. And they think I'm an expert. I'm not an expert. The Holy Spirit, this is his show, and and the good Lord told me to do it, and I'm doing what he told me to do. Everybody was against this show. Everybody I knew told me not to do it. Nobody wanted me to do it. No radio stations wanted me. Nobody. I was by myself. But the Lord kept pushing me, saying, Randy, you need to do this. You need to do this. And now I love it, and I see what the benefit he was, and whatever God's hand is on something, it will it will be good, and it will prosper, and it's starting to grow. Tell 20 people you like the radio show. Tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people he buys old cars, new cars. It don't matter what it is. You know, tell 20 people to go to my website learn to buy and sell. That's the, that's the pay I want. I don't ask for no money. You call for free advice. I give you the free advice. Sometimes that's about what it's worth. You know, and sometimes I give you options. I've got a lady that's got a bunch of cars we're working with right now, trying to help her get out. She owes on all of them, and it's more than she needs, and, and she's going through these these things. I mean, you know, we all go through things. Her, her husband is disabled now, and so 
were they planning that five years ago? Did they see the future? Do you see your future? What's going to happen in the future? Are you prepared for something that goes wrong that you're not, you know, you're not expecting? Uh, do you lose your job? Do you have a health problem? I mean, I tell you that December first, I thought I was the meanest, baddest dude around. I just got through doing a big project and I was happy. And then 15 days later, they cut me open and do a triple bypass. Man, I thought I was on top of the world. I wasn't. It hum- it can humble you quick. I mean, life can humble you. Things can humble you. But are, have you ever been humbled? Do you really understand what being humble is? Have you lost the pride in your life and the selfishness in your life to understand that, you know, there's possibilities down the road that you can't handle? There's things that can come up that you need help with, just like that group of people. Hey, if you have a problem, let me know. Can I help you? Can I be there for you? Can I pick you up? Do I know a record service? Do I know somebody with a trailer? You know, what do you, uh, I used to have a wrecker. Man, I'd get some calls 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. People broke down and needed help, you know, this, that, and the other. Boy, you know, and that was back before I gave my phone number out. What do you think to do now? Good thing I don't have a wrecker anymore. But, I mean, there's so many wrecker services out there, and they get you off the road, get you going, get you where it needs to be, picking the right place. I've had several people call me about a body shop. I got the best. I love him. His name's George Laredo. So if you need body work, give me a call. I'll hook you up. If you need a windshield, I got the best. I got a little gal. Uh, she's about five foot tall, and she works her tail end off. I'm telling you, she's a sweetheart at a better price. I had a guy was telling me, yeah, a windshield's 450 bucks. No, it's not. Call me. You know, you may have a special windshield. Sometimes they're a little higher, but call me. We'll work it out. So anyway... I've got the connections. I'll be glad to help you. I got two of the best mechanics in New Brunswick that'll that help so many of my customers and my listeners. And so, hello, Brett, and hey, Woods on there. Hey, everyone. I hope you're feeling good today. And Bradley, Kenny, and so, you know, there's this business in the car business is expensive, but you've got to know. You know, it's hard to get the truth out of a lot of people. It's hard to find good mechanics. It's hard to find people. To, That'll treat you right. Um, I had a customer I'd sold like seven, eight years prior, and the radiator went out, you know, and they didn't check. They go to this guy, and he, he, they said, well, he goes to our church. And I said, okay, $880 put a radiator in. I said, well, let me tell you something. You can go to 100, 800 radiators and buy one for about 100 bucks. And I said, it's about one to one and a half hours to put it in. I said, uh is way too much money for that. So I helped them get lined them up. They got it done. Got it done under $200. In fact, I think it was $150. So, but, you know, do a little work. Do a little investigation. Do a little calling. Do a little research. A little effort saves you a little money. A lot of effort saves you a lot of money, just like knowing what your vehicle's worth. Call me on 830-708-4789. I'll make you an offer or go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com and follow the instructions. Describe your car. I'll, I'll call you, email you. I do something. Sometimes I get behind. Sometimes I don't get to the office very often, but I'll still will pick it up and give you a call. And so keep trying. If you call me and I don't answer, please keep trying because I get a lot of phone calls. And I'm busy and got a lot of stuff working right now, but I still want to talk to you. I, you know, people can't believe I call back. I wouldn't be putting my phone number out if I wouldn't call back. I do want to talk to you. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. You got a couple of minutes or 30 seconds, give me feedback. If you like the show, you hate the show, you don't like it, I'm doing something wrong, that's fine. If, you say, if I'm doing something right, that's fine too. But tell 20 people to listen to our radio show, give us feedback, go to our website. Hey, go to our website and. I had a gentleman say, I don't know what my credit is. He's wanting to buy a truck. He's really wanting to buy a new one or almost new one. And he said, I don't know what my credit is. I said, well, go to FTC.gov, FTC.gov. Look up your credit. See what it is. See what your score is. See if there's any issues on your credit. See if there's anything that you paid for they didn't take off or something you need to pay for and clean up. See if somebody's trying to steal your identity. It's always good, and that doesn't hurt it to go. That website's the safest one to go to. 
And so he he's gone to the website, found out where he's at. Hello, Jacob and Celise and uh, Ronnie. And so, you know, get prepared to make that purchase. Get prepared to look what you want to buy. Talk to people. Talk to everybody around. You got a truck like that? Do you like it? Do you hate it? What kind of models are you going to get? Would you buy another one? How long are you going to keep it? You know, where did you buy it? Did you like the deal? Did you didn't like the deal? Of course, the pride in most people are going to tell you what a great deal. I had a buddy of mine that bought a car, bought a truck, and all he could do was brag about it, brag about it, brag about it. But I let him go. You know, I didn't think much about it. But after three months of him bragging and everybody around, I said, hey, let's look up and see what your truck brought at the auction. It probably came out of the auction. We found the truck, the right same color, same miles, probably 90% chance it was the same unit. And it was about 5000 less than what he bought it for. The lady I was about to tell you about earlier, she she was upset. She thought she got all her money for her car. She was down at the dealership. She had bought her another new one. She was down at the dealership. There was her car. She went over to talk to the people and said, well, how you like the car? And, oh, we love it. Said, just bought it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, uh, well, I traded it in. It's a good car, and I took care of it. She said, by the way, what did you uh, pay for it? They they told her. They'd made $5,000 on it. She was hot. She called me and said, what can I do about it? And I said, you've already done the deal, lady. So well, they made 5000 on me, and they convinced me. They gave me all the money trade. And she said they advertise on radio. They'll give high dollar for the trades. They want them all. Well, I've got news for you. Liar, liar, pants on fire. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Hey, go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, or call me, 830-708-4789. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Get rid of that baggage. Forgive them. You'll be a better person. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.